Seven Lamb Productions presents Kenneth Height Stories The Capable Nine Part Two And well, now we have to do something. So that's the plan. Although all of this falls apart without your help. So, can you? Can you supply us? Well, Locke, you're lucky you called when you did. I won't be able to join because I'm on another classified case in a completely different area. But, a lot of the weapons are still in a storage unit just outside the city. Your city. The boys at Langley haven't picked them up yet. Holy shit, really? I'm surprised you didn't take them with you. Don't worry. I always got a big supply. Is that a dick joke? Can be if you want it to be. Nice. Now, obviously, I'm not supposed to just hand out weapons, but hell, the CIA owes you a ton of gratitude. And if they're just used as a scare tactic, then, well, I trust you, even though you threw me under the bus. He was right. I looked down at my sling. I thought Dick was the one who shot me, but it was Lauren's husband, Donald. I still felt bad about it. Hey, I apologize for that. I'm just teasing. But you sure you don't want me to call the heads and see if they can send some help? Seems like you're walking into some mighty treacherous territory. Can you get us help? Sure, but it'll take some time. See, we don't have time, Dick. Paul talked to Bethany this morning. Apparently they're planning on kicking out the last of the residents of the village. If they force them all out, then it'll be too hard to get in there and get the place back. I see. Are you going now? As long as we get that supply. All right. Like I said, we owe you one. The weapons are located in a supply storage lot known as Junk in the Trunk. Slot 4, Unit 416. 416... There's a keypad, and since you don't have a keycard, you'll need the pin. Okay. What is it? It's one, two, three, five. Mmm, clever. One step ahead, my friend. One step ahead. Psst. Locke. What? Ask him about the rocket launcher. What? The rocket launcher. See if he still has the rocket launcher. Will you stop? No. Ask him. Big Jimbo, ask him. Ask him about the rocket launcher. Okay, okay. Jesus. Hey, uh, Dick. Yeah. Is the rocket launcher in the storage unit? Sadly, no. I took most of the high-end explosive weapons with me. Apparently, it's unsafe to keep them in a random storage unit. Well? Well? Sorry, Arthur. Ah, man. That fucking sucks donkey balls. There still should be a lot of stuff in there. One thing, though, Locke. Yeah? You need to be careful. If you end up using these weapons, I don't know if the boys at Langley will be able to bail you out. I figured. I'm hoping we'll be able to just put a scare into these guys. So they know we mean business. So they know that these Amish have backup. I'd rather not get into another John Wick-style shootout. But that shit was fun! Shut up! That's good. All this is happening so fast, but what else can we do, you know? I told Dick Matheson about our predicament, and I was happy that not only did he have the big supply of weapons, but he also had them stored not far from us. The thing is, could we make it to the Amish village in time? Do you want me to look into this Patchett fellow? Pierce Patchett was the wealthy landowner who was forcing the Amish people out through intimidation. Yeah, if you could find anything on that guy, that'd be great. But can you do me another favor? What's that? Can you look into the mayor of Bee County? I feel like Patchett's paying this guy with some big money to look the other way. Ah, good old corporate greed. Uh, has to be. Yeah, you got it, Locke. Thanks, Dick. Hey, hey, Jimbo. Ask him if he has a flamethrower. Is there a flamethrower? Will you shut up? I'm on the phone. 
Just want to know if he has a flamethrower. Anyways, uh, thanks, Dick. Appreciate all the help. Good luck. Hope you're able to help those people. But be careful. Will do. You didn't even ask him about a flamethrower. We don't need a flamethrower. The weapons are for intimidation, Arthur. <laughs> if you say so. You talked to Paul? Did he get in contact with Bethany again? Yeah, she's going to meet us just outside Harrisburg. And everyone else? Edith and Paul are still packing. Your new friend Holly Frontpatch is getting us a couple vehicles, and Vendel is drunk. Okay. Oh, and uh, Daphne's waiting downstairs. Ugh. Arthur, no Daphne. Oh, come on! We need people! She's a blow-up doll. Jimbo, you gotta stop saying that. We're fine, okay? But we only have seven. We wanted nine. We can't do this now. We're not capable. But we're magnificent. If you say so. Let's see. We're looking for 416. Over there, Jimmy John! Holly was able to rent us two SUVs since we would be driving to Pennsylvania. That way we could take a lot with us. What's the code? One, two, three, five. Hey, clever! I'll do it! I'll do it! Holly jumped in front of me and punched the numbers. Holy shit! It's just as big as I remember. Minus the rocket launcher. Oh well. Listen guys, while I'm hoping we don't have to actually use these weapons, we do need to be intimidating. They need to know we mean business. So we need a lot? Yeah, we need a lot. Hey Arthur. Yeah Jimbo? Dick has your number. I'm waiting to hear back from him, so keep your phone on you. He might get us some incriminating information on the mayor and Patchett. If he does, none of this will be necessary. Can we at least shoot one bad guy? I told you. They need to see we mean business. But I want to avoid a fight if possible. I don't want anyone to lose their life out there. Even if it's a bad guy? Who gives a shit about a random bad guy? Arthur! Fine. But you really think Dick can help us? If Dick can find proof they're in cahoots, then we can avoid trouble. But they're not in cahoots, Jimmy Jung. They're in B County. <sighs> right, Paul. Arthur, just let me know if he contacts you. Okay. I could tell Arthur and even Paul wanted a fight. But I didn't. I didn't want to lose anybody here. These were my friends. Even Holly. I guess. Now. Your friend? That's the rest of the guns. That's all of them? You said a lot. Sure, but all? We cleaned it out! I walked around the back. Both SUVs were filled with weapons. Oh, wow. Well, I, I think that should be plenty. Where to now? Let's get the rest of the team and head out. An hour later and we were on the road. There yet? We just left, Paul. Oh. We knew it would be a long trip, but there was no other way to get there. And how else would we transport all these weapons? 
we we there yet? No, Paul. Me, Holly, Paul, and Arthur were in one vehicle, with Edith, Joey, and Vendel following behind us in the other one. If all went well, we'd make it before sundown. We there yet? Paul! I'm sorry, Jimmy Jong, but I'm just worried about Bethany. I know, Paul. I know. It was around six when we reached the lone gas station just outside Bee County. The sun was going down and it was getting colder. Wow. If I wasn't so muscular, I'd be cold right now. You're shivering, Joey. That's because I'm excited, not cold. Here, comrade, take swig of this. It'll put hairs on top of your chest. Is it alcohol? Because I'll drink it. I love alcohol. Isn't that right, Mr. Locke? I don't know. This is strongest stuff you can buy legally in Russia. <laughs> but we're not in Russia. I know. It's not legal here. Drink. <coughs> That's the good stuff. There you go. Damn it, Jimmy Jong. Bethany's not answering and she's not here. Relax, Paul. We're a little early. Give her time. No time needed. Bethany! Look, everyone, it's my Irish girlfriend. He means Amish. We know. Bethany climbed down from her horse just in time for Paul to give her a huge hug. Boy, you weren't lying. You really did bring a team. We were hoping for nine members. Nine seemed right. How many are here? Seven. That's magnificent. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I just... I don't know if we'll be able to do this. What's the plan? Chase out these guys and hold down the fort till Christmas. I'm hoping if they see we mean business, they'll leave you and your family alone. That would be nice. Then you can come back to Kenneth Heights and finish wrapping my presents. How do you know I didn't finish wrapping your presents, Polly? Uh, I don't know. Did you find your presents, Paul? Did you? No, I'm just assuming. Uh-huh. How many guys are there in the village now? Only three. They're crooked cops. How many Amish? Fifteen, including my mother, father, and cousin Daniel. It used to be more, but most of my family and friends have moved out. Scared of what may happen to them if they stay. I see. Well, if everyone's ready, why don't you lead the way? In those? She pointed to the SUVs. That's how we got here. That's no good. They'd hear you. The only reason why I'm able to get in and out of town without causing any suspicion is because of this girl right here. What are you suggesting? Horses? Oh, wow. Horses. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm going to ride in like Yule Brenner. Bang, 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 bang. Hold on, Paul. You are not Yule Brenner. Why can't I be Yul Brenner? I'm balder than you. I'm definitely Yul Brenner in this scenario. You can be, uh, Horst Buckholtz. I don't want to be Gorst Buckles. What about me? Can I be Steve McQueen? Nope, you're Horst Buckholtz too. What? Chico? That's not fair, Jimmy. John Chico is whiny. We're not whiny. Yeah, Jimbo, we're not whiny. Don't make us be him, please. I don't want to be him. I don't want to. I'm going to be James Coburn. You're not James Coburn. I'm James Coburn. Why are you James Coburn? You don't have a switchblade. I have an axe. You still have that? Uh, 
I mean Pen. Edith? Yeah, I still have it. It's still not a switchblade. Close enough. I'll be whoever you want me to be. And I'll be the Russian. There was no Russian. Fine, then I'll be Charles Bronson. And I'll be Brad Dexter. Let me at least be Brad Dexter. I'm lucky. Call me Arthur Luck. You can be Brad Dexter, but I'm not calling you Arthur Luck. Good enough. Then can I be Robert Vaughn? No, you're still Buckholtz. Fuck Chico. Um, are you guys done? Oh, yeah, sorry. That was really weird. What were we talking about again? Oh, horses. Do you even have enough horses for us? For seven? Actually, make that eight. Son of a bitch. Is that Daphne? No, it's Joe Pesci. Of course it's Daphne. Did you just sit in the back of the SUV this whole time blowing her up? No. Arthur, damn it. Come on, she wants to help. So, eight horses. Yeah, yeah, eight horses. An hour later and it was now completely dark outside. The only light coming from the neon sign overhead. Yeah, I'm happy you're here too, baby. You know, Arthur, that makes eight now. We're hateful, not magnificent. Hateful. Does that mean you're Kurt Russell now? No, I'm Samuel L. Jackson, motherfucker. Well, then who am I? You're Bruce Dern. Aw, man. It's your fault. Well... What does it matter anyway? We're not capable. We won't be able to do this. That's not true. Where's your fighting spirit? There is eight of us and only three of them. For now. Ah, let them bring as many as they need. And they will. My Irish wife is back! It's about fucking time. I didn't mind waiting. Time passes quickly when you're hanging out with friends. Bethany hopped down from her horse, with a line of eight more tied behind her. Wow, this is so cool! You didn't see you? Nope. And it's a cloudy night, so we should be able to get back into the village with little to no trouble. You hear that, Daphne? Alright, everyone. Take what you can carry and saddle up. McPhee, add another log. I need the flames high. Oh, poor baby cold. And you're not a say? Cold doesn't bother me. Well, my foot up your ass wheel, add another log. Mm. Add it yourself, you lazy asshole. Hey, you two. Just got off the phone with the boss. He says he wants these stragglers out of town by Christmas. So, tomorrow we get to it. Time to finish running them out. And how are we supposed to do that? He said, by any means necessary. So we finally get to use some force. Whatever gets these old school black hats out. There's one now. I'll get it. I swear, I can't wait to kick all these assholes out and get the hell out of this shitty village. I feel the same way. Who in the hagen dazs are you? Ghost of Christmas past. And you've been a naughty three. Back up! I walked into the tiny home where the three crooked cops were nestled up by the fire. They moved into the home after kicking out the Amish family that lived here. Bethany told us their names were Eli, McPhee, and Schaefer. He was the leader of the three. You must be Schaefer. 
Must I? He was an older gentleman, clean-shaven with thick white hair and small beady eyes. What do you want? I heard you three have been starting some trouble around these parts. Is that so? It's not nice to kick people from their homes. We do what the boss orders. So you take orders, huh? Couple of guns for hire? Odd. I thought you were just some crooked cops. Does it have to be one or the other? So you are cops. Show me your badges. Badges? We ain't got no badges. We don't need no badges. I don't have to show you no stinking badges. You're right. You don't. All you have to do is pack up your stuff and leave. We're not leaving. Yeah, screw that. No. <laughs> You're funny. Ah! Don't go for your gun. <laughs> you really think you have a chance? It's one measly man with a sling versus three sharpshooters. The odds are stacked against you. You think so? Suddenly, Paul came up from behind, stepping into the firelight, gun drawn. Scheiße! Edith and Joey leaned in from the smash window on the left side of the room. While Vendel and Holly leaned in from the right. Shit. Arthur and Daphne came in from the back door. Looks like you counted wrong. You sons of the bitch. Looks like the odds are stacked against you. Now it's time for you three to vacate the premises. Took them outside, gagged them, tied them up, and threw them on their horses. Take it easy, fellas. And y'all, don't come back now, you hear? Oh my goodness. Paul smacked the first horse on the rump and it took off. The two others followed close behind, disappearing into the darkness. You did it! And it were easy. Too easy. I agree, Vendel. You really think they'll be back? I do. And with more men. What do we do, Mr. J? We get ready for him. Kenneth Height Stories The Capable Nine Written and edited by Robert M. Lamb Starring Jack Austin as Locke and Vendel Amy LeRae as Edith James Sweezy as Paul Ryan Messick as Arthur Robert M. Lamb as Joey and Kevin Melanie Kissel as Holly, Stacy Golden as Bethany, and John Hero as Dick. Co-starring Nick Keeney. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and various artists at Artlist.io. And if you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. This has been a Seven Lamb production.